At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on a Wednesday night. Took in quite a bit of action. We saw all three of those games go final. But the NBA has been giving us some entertaining games. Also college basketball mm-hmm. as well. But first, Wes, I want to start in the association where Milwaukee leads OKC 134 to 130. 12.2 seconds left to go in double OT. And we don't have a live number right now because those have been taken off of the board since we're now in overtime. But at last check, it was minus 175 for the Bucks And the Thunder were plus 140. But it looks like, barring something crazy happening, that Milwaukee should be able to hang on and win this game here. But I guess there's still a little bit of time left. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, 12.2 left to go. OKC going to have a side out of bounds here. See if they can uh, get something going uh, as uh, we're following NBA. Also some college basketball. But I think that there was a foul. I yeah, see. I see Grayson Allen uh, on on the ground here. So some yeah. kind of chicanery has uh, occurred. More than likely, are they going to call a moving screen? I think. Are they going to get Muscala? Yeah, I don't know. Did, moving screen. Did, did Grayson Allen try to uh, trip Muscala? I don't know. I probably. I, I don't want to hold that against, against <laughs> yeah, him. But he's matured now. Yes, uh, but we'll see. Uh, oh, he, wow. he got sent to the deck. Yeah. I know that. I mean, that's just a good hard screen. Yeah, I think so too. Like I don't think that's like a foul. Hey man, that happens. You're trying to get open. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the call so they're, is. They're going to the uh, replay center. We've had a couple. Great. Reviews Weren't they here. just in the replay center five minutes ago? Yeah, I know because and and I looked at that replay center. I'm like, man, they got like twenty people yeah, in there. Yeah, for a second, I thought it was a shot of our control room. Here. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked like the the hub in a sports book. You know, watching all these monitors. So the, the uh, risk room. We will wait to in see. Secaucus. Yes. We will wait to see uh, what occurs here. 134 to 130. Uh, uh, did just have a buzzer beater up in Boise that went my way. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Nice. They they First game, they lose by one in overtime at Akron. They get a buzzer beater at Boise State. I had plus seven. So uh, South there Dakota State uh, does get there outright. And uh, the one uh, I'm trying to see, do we have, oh, do, do we have a live line for this? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we do. We right are, now, Bellarmine's eight and a half point favorites with a total of 140 and a half. Yeah, Louisville just hasn't been able to make They'd cut it to four, and then all of a sudden Bellarmine extends it. 
This just to me, I mean, I, and I, I'm on Bellerman plus eight and a half for the game. Scott Davenport, the longtime coach, uh, Bellerman used to be in the Grand Lakes Valley Conference, Division II, won the NCAA Divi uh, Division uh, II championship. Remember they won the A-Sun last year, but because they're a transition mm -hmm. team, the D1 oh, yeah, couldn't, couldn't play in the NCAA yeah. tournament. So I think Jacksonville got the bid. This is like their Super Bowl to, to play Louisville at the KMC Yum Center because Bellerman <laughs> plays in the fall, the – the small arena to play Louisville in the big arena here. Uh, yum center. Yeah. And to go and to go ahead and beat Louisville, which they're about three and a half minutes away from doing. Apparently they did call a moving screen because it is bucks ball. That's garbage. With 12 I, yeah. That call sucks. That's I, garbage. I don't know why he wasn't even moving. It was just a hard screen, you know, and that's like it's the NBA is physical. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. Come on, man. Everyone's hitting look, the deck now, man. Look, I, look I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about, okay, yeah, you want free-flowing movement, but don't tell me that basketball is not a physical game no. and that there's no physicality in basketball. Horse crap. And that completely changed the – like, that, like yeah, if they don't make he that hit a call, three. they hit a three, and it's a yeah, one-point game. Yeah, got the guy open. But I guess we're not going to call that. So – and now the, the, the OKC guys are now hitting the deck because yeah. they were trying to draw a foul just to try to get the ball back. And So does uh, – I don't know if Mr. Bennett still owns the team there in Oklahoma City. but uh, he does. I'm guessing the ownership and Sam Presti, though, are probably like, oh, that's a bad call. And then when the cameras – they do the Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we wanted that loss. Yeah. They rested Giannis, and, and they had Giannis and Drew Holiday out there. Mm -hmm. This is the spot no where we can beat him. No Middleton. Three best players, and they don't get beaten, and it's excellent. I hope they lose Lo out on that one. Lose and get the more ping-pong balls. Get out, there's, get out of here, OKC. Nobody wants to see I, 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 there, there, there's some There's some heat from Seattle, yeah, clearly. Yeah, man, we don't like them. It's like it's not the city's <laughs> fault. I mean, of course, hey, an NBA team's coming here. Great. Yeah. Now their fans. That's, that's kind of like Baltimore and Indianapolis, where it's yeah. like, I understand why Baltimore is mad because their team got ripped out in the middle of the night by Robert Ursay and the Mayflower trucks yeah, that, leaving and coming to Indianapolis. But in Indianapolis, man, they used to call us Indian O place. We didn't have very much except the Pacers, and Pacers damn near left. They had to have a telethon to save them, for God's sakes. And then all of a sudden, the mayor builds the then Hoosier Dome without a football team, by the way, in hopes of attracting a team. So we spent uh, they, we spent that money to build that dome with nobody there, no just, tenants. Just, hey, come on, hey. do some concerts. I mean, that, that, that's like very <laughs> Vegas of us. That's because because that's what they do here. If but you, uh, if you build it, if you build it, they will, come. they will come. If you build it, you'll get a Super Bowl once too. Even Indianapolis, which is not a Super Bowl city, but everybody loved it. Yeah, just make sure it's indoors. Have you seen the renderings of the Nashville? Uh, a potential I, of new. Uh, I have not, but I'm guessing that's going to be a hell it, of a place. It to looks go for sick. A Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. I'm, I'm like, you know. I, I always wanted IU to get sent to the Music City Bowl. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go to Nashville. Uh-huh. I've never been, oh, yeah. but I've heard a lot of great stuff about that. Yeah, yeah we, I don't know if we have any live odds, by about the way, that. on the CMAs uh, tonight, which, are, of course, are, are being held in Nashville. Uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Luke Bryan uh, hosting that award show. Did, did, you see, yeah. did you see him, though, when he was on College Game Day? Luke Bryan had a few pops in the yeah. morning. He had to have. He, he, was, he, he, was, goes, he was pretty he goes, turned up. Lee Bross never called me. He never reached out. And Mac McAfee just took yes, it off the rails. He did. And Kirk Kerbstreet had that awkward laugh. Like, yeah, you can't say that. Oh, but but it was funny nonetheless. McAfee's been good for that show, though. No, I no, I, I like that. By the way, congratulations to Pat and Samantha. They're expecting their first child. That's right. I, I did saw see that, that earlier yeah. today. Congratulations to them. I know they have, they always have Lombardi on their show, so yeah. sometimes I'll catch some of the stuff that those guys do. There's it's a good crew that they got out there. But uh, in the association, though, Wes, as we just see Milwaukee go ahead and defeat Oklahoma City one thirty six to one thirty two in double overtime, the Lakers fighting back. Mm -hmm. They were down by as many as I think eighteen or sixteen yes. points, but they went on a sixteen to two run midway through the second quarter, and right now it's a two point game. Uh, toward the end of this second, uh, the Lakers three and a half point dogs total at two nineteen and a half here. As it looks like they're going to call another three foul. fouls. By the way, for uh, Paul George, yep. who has uh, continued his uh, superlative offensive recent performances with nineteen tonight, eight of eleven shooting. But uh, LeBron and uh, AD sixteen and eleven, so twenty seven combined from these guys, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely keeping them in the game. Lakers six of twelve from the three tonight. LeBron, uh, LeBron two at three. 
Clippers, by the way, they started six of nine from the outside and zero of nine since. So that has helped the Lakers claw back in. That'll do it. That'll typically do it. The NBA being a game of runs, and that's what we mean there. It's typically Mm -hmm. what's uh, aiding the run or what's preventing the run. It's the shooting. Yeah. And that's just how the amount of three-pointers that these teams are chucking up, it just comes down to who's making them right now as the uh, the Clippers get out and transition. Ooh, you see LeBron's showing old age right now. Yeah. Like that, that's like a Le- cha- that's a chase down block that he like five LeBron years ago, LeBron he, would have sent that into the tenth yeah, row. Instead, he just falls like, down. Get out of here! Help. Get out of here, Luke Kennard. But instead, he falls down and needs help getting up. Father time <laughs> catches up with you. Now, when when you've watched LeBron, let me ask you this because uh-huh. you know I'm sure you watched Kobe throughout his entire yep. career, and you know the late great Kobe Bryant, and then his last year. You could tell those last two years, though. Could you tell that you know the signs of age are there? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he, yeah, he, he, he slowed down. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder with LeBron, I wonder actually how many more years LeBron has. I mean, he can always adjust his game to yeah. where like, he just mainly kind of plays yeah. out of the post. And, and, and you know, and, and he stays in great physical shape, you know, yeah. like all yeah. these guys. But but the athleticism is gone. Yeah. Like, like well, he's he's still like a good athlete, but he was like a, he, a rare athlete. He, 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 he went, he succeeds a little bit more. Or his success is a little bit more with his mind now. Oh, yeah seeing the game and having to play like a thinking man's game. Yeah. yeah he could still do some cool athletic stuff, but it's, it's never yeah. going to be the same. He's, he's got to pick his spots to when he wants to yeah. nail that up. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when a pitcher gets old, you know, where it's like, like mm-hmm. if it's a ver, like a, you know, a Verlander age, maybe he's not the best example where it's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> When's the side, yeah. Hey, when, when, when I need you to throw and just rip one here and throw one a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skip. But he can't do it like twenty times a game like he used yeah. to be able to. And that's the thing is that like the older guys, especially in basketball, when it's a marathon season, you're just picking your spots. Yeah, because you know you can't dial it up to like this is not two thousand nine, two thousand ten, where he was just playing in eighty one of eighty two games and going a million miles per hour. Because I mean, if you think about all the playoff games that he's played, he's played like damn near three that's to what four people extra don't seasons. understand. Like with Kobe <laughs> Bryant, it's like. You know, I forget what the age was when he retired. I think it was before 40, but it's yeah. like he's basically like a 45 or 46-year-old man. He's basically like Robert Parrish yes. right now, you know, for as long as he played. So, you know, you put that wear and tear on your body, and there's a reason. Like, look, I always like people to play for the national team, but it's like if they've committed at least once or twice to do it, you don't have to do you it every do single it. time. Yeah. That's a lot of obligation to do. Oh yeah, you, I mean, you pretty much get no off season. Yeah, you go from doing the yeah. Olympic stuff. So or, I, I, or I'm not FIBA. questioning those gentlemen's patriotism, like some will do. Hey, you don't play. Like if you never played, then I'd be like, okay, that's bullcrap. Yeah, on it's a, and it's like, like obviously everyone's choice, and everybody knows that their body is different and all that stuff. But yeah, like I, I think once you've kind of played for the Olympic team, and I'm sure it's probably a cool experience. Mm-hmm. All those guys, they go over there, they play together, they all become friends. Yes. That's how the, the Heat kind of put that team together because they all played in mm-hmm. Beijing in the Olympics in 2008 and stuff. So uh, they, they end up becoming pretty good friends. Bucks, by the way, do wrap it up over the Thunder, 134 mm-hmm. to 130 in OT. Bucks do get the cover on the short number, actually 136, 132. And also we are at halftime for now two NBA games. Lakers Clippers just went to half with the Clippers leading at 52 to 54 to 52. Then also the Kings lead 69 to 58 at halftime over the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we'll get you up to date on those second half markets and see if we can find a little bit of value on the other side. And we'll also discuss some movers in the college football markets and what you should be betting heading into week number 12 we'll discuss all that stuff here in this final hour of vsin live bet tonight at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family. Cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started, and now is the time to get your copy for our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. That's 60 of them. Jesus, college sports. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 to get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here in the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Like we mentioned, as we were going to the break, two games in the association at halftime, and halftime is game time here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Let's start, Wes, with the game out in Sacramento. The Cavaliers and the Kings, right now Sacramento leads at 69-58. to Cavs have gotten off to a good start so far this season, but they find themselves trailing by 11. The consensus number here in the second half, Cavs five-point favorites total 110.5. Anything that stands out to you? Yeah, uh, Kings, by the way, have uh, won both quarters here, 34-29 and then 35-29. to So uh, what was, let me see what the closing number here was. It was four. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cavs were laying uh, pregame and then 228. So the total did go up. Uh, what, what is the second half total? Second half total is 110 and a half. There's some 111s out there as well. Okay, so that'd make it 237 and a half. Yeah. You about the fire? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if that's enough for me necessarily uh, because Sacramento is poor <laughs> defensively. I mean, they they, yeah. they they really are. So uh, you know, we shall see. But uh, just uh, let me let me. Uh, look Do you at like that. the spot for Cleveland? Just I mean, like I know those West Coast trips for these East Coast teams can be a little weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Cavs come out with a focused and kind of I, dialed in performance to be able to cover five or five I and mean, a half? They could for the second half. I almost bet uh, Sacramento uh, before the game because mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland was kind of a popular side. And usually when it's lined up, sometimes, you know, I will I will go against the herd there. But Sacramento did shoot 57 and a half percent in the first half. 11 of 23, uh, 47.8 percent from the three point line. So, uh just uh, doing my uh, box score, uh, looking live on the air. Uh, yep, Mitchell, the with, Mitchell with 14, Levert with 12, Darius Garland with five. I'm seeing if there's anybody in foul trouble. I don't see anybody with more than two fouls. De'Aaron Fox, 13. Keegan Murray with 11. Has Sabonis and Barnes with nine. But uh, the three-point shooting's been pretty scorching. Keegan Murray in his own right is three of five. The uh, the uh, Iowa uh uh, graduate, a uh, sophomore, you know, one of, one of those Big Ten players, him, Jaden Ivey, Johnny Davis, all made massive leaps from their freshman to sophomore years, and they all go in the lottery. But uh, younger brother Chris Murray is there at Iowa. And speaking of college basketball, Louisville uh, down here, 10 seconds left to go. Did he step on the line or did they call a foul? Because what happened uh, – Louisville uh, did uh, get fouled. Remember that one where yeah. it looked like he just kind of lost the ball and it was a foul. The kid missed the free throw. Bellerman got the rebound, but then Bellerman turned the ball over. 
on the ensuing possession. They got an offensive rebound, but didn't have the foul. Because remember, the shot clock resets now, so you don't get a fresh 35 mm-hmm. in college basketball. Because it was so. to uh, 20? Is that what they do? Yes. Or, yeah, 20. Yeah. yeah, so uh, 67 to uh, 66. And we uh, got a review. Yeah, of course we got a review. They got to go to a scorer's I, table. Based on that replay, I think it's Louisville ball. I don't think he yeah. stepped out when he, yeah. before he jumped to throw it off of the Bellarmine. 9.8 left to go, by the way, uh, in this game. Bellerman, uh, I'm trying to see if they have led wire to wire. I certainly haven't seen them trail unless it was no. very early in the game. Yeah, no, they've been really good. They've been, and pretty yeah, much this yeah whole Louisville had a lead in the first half, Louisville. but Bellerman, Bellerman's been up double digits a decent amount of this game. They had a 14-point lead at one point, so uh, have been the better shooting team, Louisville. I mean, Louisville's got more athletes, even though they're down on athletes by usual standards, but have been out-rebounding them, but... Uh, you know, Bellerman smartly coached. Scott Davenport, by the way, the uh, coach there at Bellerman, uh, a, a former, uh, a guy, actually a graduate of the University of Louisville. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to remember if Davenport played there. That was in the 80s. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott Davenport, uh, but he did, but he did go to uh, Louisville. He was actually a graduate assistant under Danny Crum. That's how he started his coaching career. So, you know, this means the world to Scott Davenport was a high school coach there in Louisville at Ballard, which used to be a real power there in, in that city. So uh, took over at Bellarmine. They won an NCAA division two championship in the early 2010s Ooh. as Louisville misses, but rebound put back. No good. Wow. Bellarmine throws it away. They threw it away. Is that going to go out of bounds? With about, what, at point .5 five? left to go. That is a smart play. Yeah. <laughs> he threw it down the court and, and it just yeah. kept going. I've often said, why don't guys do that? Yeah, throw it up. That, that so, throw it up so they can't foul. Yes, that so, is that is a smart play by by that young man. So it'll be 0.5 seconds, and they'll have to inbound it from all the way back there on that baseline. Yeah, that's correct. Because it goes where it's out of bounds. Yeah, yeah it's number out of bounds. number one just threw it down to the other end, and, and, and even if and the clock is running, and because it's college basketball, even if Louisville wanted to call a timeout and maybe advance the ball, can't do that. No, so it's a. Uh, Dial up the Leitner play. <laughs> uh, it's like a cross-court kind of a heave now. Is it going to be the situation or, or home run is mm-hmm. what they typically say. You never but. see teams do that because you always no. see these kids hold the ball to get fouled, and it's like you don't want to go to the foul line. No, the, the, I don't the, care how good of a foul shooter. The objective like is 90, to win the yes, game. Yes, you want the time to run out. Yeah, You don't now, want more points. Now, some kids – in defense of some of them, like some kids would screw that up and not execute that Most properly. Most kids would probably screw that <laughs> and, and, up if and, we're being honest. And throw it to uh, a Louisville kid player. <laughs> so I see why the coaches probably don't coach that. Now, but here's that what, was well done. Here's though. what they did. Uh, the, the only thing the kid didn't do is he didn't launch it high enough in yeah. the air. Yeah, that's what So point nine back. So Louisville is going to have a dribble or two and then a shot at the buzzer that is no good. The Bellarmine Knights are the kings of the city of Louisville in college uh, basketball, 67 to 66. What a big win. I had eight and a half. So uh, never really sweated with that. But uh, just, you, do, you do a little sprinkle, sprinkle? Or? I, 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 small. Small. Small on this. Not, not, not huge. I mean, because there's so much volume or volume really in college basketball in so many games. See, but, I'm seeing plus 345 on the money. Yeah, line. yeah. But I, I, yeah, I got about plus 350. That is Bellarmine. Oh, sorry. Not plus 345. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it might have been plus three. That was a second half number that I was looking at. Plus 300 and plus 340 in some places. I got to say, this is Bellerman's first ever win over a Power Five program. I believe, uh, when did they join Division One? I think it was about so, two years yeah, so ago. Yeah, two years ago. So, yeah, because they could not compete. They won the A-Sun title and they could not compete. This was a team that was a Division Two power in the uh, Great Lakes Valley Conference. They actually, their home arena is the old Louisville home arena, Freedom Hall. Uh, uh, Freedom Hall, by the way, is about one of the hottest arenas I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> they, they, they turn the thermostat way higher than Greg Peterson does after we get out of the studio for Greg <laughs> to do the Greg Peterson experience. Because, Greg, we leave, man, because we like, we like it Rocky Meat Locker status. Greg's hitting that thermostat, man. Greg, Greg's sweating out but, these bets. But Freedom man. Hall was about 20 <laughs> degrees higher than Greg will set it on, on, the, on the heat in here in the uh, Circus Sports yeah. studio. That's like uh, Moraga for uh, where St. Mary's plays. Yes. Whenever they play Gonzaga, and it's like just absolutely packed, sold out, and the temperature in that building is like 90-something degrees because there's a standing room only. Nobody can get it. It's like a fire code <laughs> issue mm-hmm. going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's always hot. And like, you, sometimes even you'll get like some kind of like 
like moisture on the court just because of how many bodies yeah. are in there and yeah. how hot it is because of the humidity. But uh, I guess that's neither here nor there. Um, but right now, as we saw Bellerman go ahead and knock off Louisville there in uh, college basketball where it's been some pretty crazy upsets so far. Anything for you in the second half of the Lakers-Clippers game? Yeah. The Clippers one-point uh, favorites, total 112. Looking at it right now, of course, uh, I have that Zubach prop, and then I also have mm-hmm. uh, the uh, plus three-and-a-half. They're basically dealing three. They're dealing three and a half. It's the same for pre-flop. So uh, I like the way the Lakers, I mean, look, the Clippers hit a bunch of threes in the first quarter and got out big on them. Lakers 6 of 13. We'll see if that can uh, maintain. 13 assists, though, on 20 made buckets. I like the way the Lakers, you know, didn't kind of give in there, you know, because they they were getting boat raced in that first quarter. So Mm -hmm. if I wasn't already involved, I would lean Lakers second half. There are a couple one-and-a-halves out there, but they're disappearing. It's mostly one in the market. Yeah, yeah, because they opened one-and-a-half, and, a half and uh, the Lakers appeared to be the side here for most folks. So uh, Lakers trailing by two. Maybe a chance for them to beat their uh, their roommates. No, no, and that's why I li- one of the reasons I liked them. I think, you know, hey, they're going to kind of want this. And they've played a little bit better basketball than, than they did when they started 0-5, when they, were, they just looked dreadful. I think that they've been competitive, you know, in a, in a lot more of these games of late. Russell Westbrook off the bench has been much better, you know, since he is, uh, I guess, kind of accepted that role. By the way, Russ, uh, not very good shooting tonight, though, three of ten and and six points. But since he's accepted that role, because uh, what was it? Who was the first team the Lakers beat? I think it was the Nuggets on yeah, that Nuggets. streak. Yep, yeah, it was the Nuggets on that streak. And and then they've been competitive ever since. Uh, they had that OT win over the Pelicans. Jazz got them at home. Guys had a big fourth quarter. And then the one game where they really weren't competitive was Monday night in Utah. So you had a feeling they were going to give a good effort tonight. Yeah, they're giving a good effort here against the rival Clippers. As uh, you guys, Zubats going ahead and got a rebound. Yeah, he's Something got like six. That. Need about five more. Like that. We got Zubats some boards here as uh, we take in some NBA action on the other side. Also, some college football look ahead lines. We'll tell you what you need to bet right now here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Call Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Bebefe. We're kicking it here at the Circa Resort and Casino on a Wednesday night in downtown Las Vegas. Right now in the association, Los Angeles Lakers trail the L.A. Clippers 61-52. to Clippers six-and-a-half-point favorites on the live number there. Total 217-and-a-half. We saw the Lakers kind of get bet there in that second-half yeah. market, but it's been the Clippers that have uh, come out here with yeah, their hair on fire. Yeah, 9-2 run so far for the uh, Clippers as a uh, timeout on the floor. Zubach has gotten a couple blocks. Uh, Paul George, by the way, at 21 points to lead all scores. So, uh Timeout on the floor, and the Lakers desperately needed one. And up in Sacramento, the Kings lead the Cavs 80-73. to Sacramento three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total at 240-and-a-half. So not a whole lot of defense going on in that game, which is kind of surprising because yeah. the Cavs are probably one of the better defensive teams in the league with uh, Allen and Mobley. Yeah, and I, I, I was kind of looking maybe at the second half under. I eventually passed uh, because I just thought, yeah, because Sacramento is so poor defensively, yeah. they can get into these shootouts. They clearly look like they got the offense going and shooting the ball. Uh, so, uh, so far, 26 points scored in the first uh, five and a half minutes as Harrison Barnes will go to the line. There we go. So, we'll keep our eyes on what's going on in the NBA. Those are the final two games going on this evening. But, Wes, let's talk a little college football because in the first hour, it's a Wednesday, so we had our buddy Matt Grill from DraftKings. He's the training manager over there. Come on in his usual spot to give us the college football look-ahead lines coming up next week in week mm-hmm. number 12 in college football. And I think it's always good to do this segment because we got to try to find where the value is and what lines could move between right. now and when these lines reopen Sunday afternoon uh, here in Las Vegas. And I'm curious about this Illinois and Michigan game. 
We talked about how it could be a potential Big Ten title preview. The Illini out there in the Big Ten West, Michigan in the Big Ten East. Now the Wolverines have the biggest hurdle of all, Mm -hmm. being a a trip to Columbus to face Ohio State, the number two team in the country. That will be the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But do you think that this Michigan-Illinois game, is it more likely to go up to where it goes through the key number 14 or maybe tick down just a bit? I ain't more than likely it might go up. Illinois uh, stubbed their toe last week against Michigan State, but still four and two in the West, they still would control their own destiny, obviously. Uh, they got to play uh, Purdue this weekend. Illinois is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Purdue is one of those uh, whole mess of teams in the Big Ten West that are trying to position themselves for the uh, right, probably to get smacked around by Ohio State or Michigan mm-hmm. in the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis. But nevertheless, Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, all three and three in the league in that Western division. So I think... Illinois is going to be in for perhaps a tough game for Purdue. Check the weather, obviously, because Purdue last week when the wind was blowing, I'll credit Matt Humans here. He put me on a winner. He's like, man, this wind's going to really affect Purdue because remember we talked about how the wind, the wind was mm-hmm. affecting at a lot of these Big Ten stadiums. Ohio couple State, of the Northwestern. Big 12, Ohio State, Northwestern, uh, Penn State, Indiana, even though that went over. But there was a lot of wind. And when you're a Purdue and you throw the ball all the time, it's going to affect you. So they were playing Iowa, and, you know, Iowa was the much better offense, and they hadn't been able to say that that much in many games this season. But anyway, back to Illinois. I think this likely goes up just simply because of the fact of Michigan in the college football playoff and that they're going to have implications. And we know where their decisions, their season is going to be decided, really, is the game against Ohio State. But we'll see if they're impressive enough to be a one-loss team that gets into that top four. Because I got to think, whoever the Big Ten champion is, and then I think you're getting two SEC teams, and then you're getting somebody as the fourth spot. I have no idea who it is. Michigan, a 31-point favorite over Nebraska. I don't know if they cover that number, but... I think it's going to be higher than 14 next week. I could see this being somewhere 17 to 20. So if you're somebody who likes Michigan, probably got to bet that now. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, and look, let's say Purdue could go in and upset Illinois. Oh my I mean, it is a total you, clash of styles. Purdue, you definitely have to bet Purdue, that Michigan. <laughs> Purdue who throws the ball. Illinois runs the ball, tries to shorten the game. Purdue goes a little bit more tempo. They want to throw the ball all over the field. So... I could see Purdue going in and upsetting Illinois, and if they do that, and let's say Michigan even doesn't cover the number, but they play close to the number, like they beat Nebraska by 24 or 27 or 28 and don't cover the 31, still going to go up at least mm-hmm. a field goal, I think, up in Ann Arbor. But, you know, and, and then you got a handicap even further down the card, though. Michigan does have Ohio State the very next week. That's why I think that this number is probably low, not only because Illinois, as of now, controls their destiny in the Big Ten West, but also because Michigan, how seriously are they going to take Illinois when they've got the Buckeyes looking for revenge? And, you know, that line, I think it's some shops around. I think it's minus seven right now, Buckeyes against Michigan. That's that's interesting because I think it was double digits or so when it was on yeah, the game. Yeah, for of the, the game years. of the year. Yeah. It was like 13. Yeah. Like damn near 14. So. Uh, a little bit more respect for Michigan and maybe less respect for Ohio State after their offense has kind of looked kind of eh over the past couple of weeks with these road trips to Penn State and also mm-hmm. Northwestern. Uh, let's keep it moving, though, with this one. I, I want to talk about this Big 12 game, TCU and Baylor. Right now the Bears, two-point favorites. This is for next week for Week 12 in college football. Baylor's hosting Kansas State this week. TCU is visiting Texas for college game day out there in Austin. But – a lot of people have been trying to fade TCU. You said that you have faded TCU this week with the Longhorns at home in that primetime game out there in Austin. Will you also then be betting Baylor laying the two to get ahead of what uh, might move there if TCU well, gets their I, first I, I think you kind of probably have to. If you bet these look-ahead lines, you probably have to because assuming TCU loses, even though the Big 12, you know, there's no real bad teams there and it's been a competitive conference – a one-loss TCU is not going to the college football playoff. I hate to break it to the people yeah. down there in the Metroplex, but that's not going to happen. And, look, you have a lot of these guys. They power-rated these teams where it's like, what did Matt Grill say? They had them like 12, I think, yeah. over there. And I, and I think that's about right. Maybe maybe like 10 or somewhere like, like around there. Look, yeah, I do like Texas uh, minus seven this week, and I might have egg on my face, but 
I think TCU is going to kind of be the uh, the public dog of the week, if you want to call it that, because it's like, how can the number four team be getting seven by a team that's already got a couple losses? Well, we already saw that Texas probably should have beaten Alabama. Mm-hmm. We know that they have the talent down there, and they've recruited well enough down there where they could beat anybody. Should have beaten Oklahoma State, yeah. too. I still have I still have Texas uh, power rated easily as a top 10 team. I actually have them, like, I think, like seventh in terms yeah. of my overall ratings. Now, I wouldn't put them there for the playoff, of course, because you can't. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, would you ever see, you know, if you look maybe like 15, 20 years ago, would you have a number four team in the country getting a TD from a three-loss team? Hell no. No. That just shows you how much more efficient that the betting markets really are. And, and you know, the market is much sharper now than it was. So it's sophisticated. Yes. And you look at that TCU schedule, and I don't want to besmirch them. Sonny Dykes has done an incredible job there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get the Horn Frog fans just sending yeah. hate emails you know, like to I, us. Like I said, no besmirching. No besmirching here. However, TCU has faced four backup quarterbacks in the second half of games this year, including one last week against Texas Tech. So... You know, they, they, they've had some fortune here. Now, I think seven is probably the right number. I think it's a pretty sharp line, but I've already bet it, and I like the Longhorns. So, look, I think Baylor will be favored because if TCU loses, it's like, oh, man, we got this hangover. Our playoff dreams are done. And then you got to try to get them back focused, like, hey, we can still win a conference championship, fellas. And that's tough to do with 18 to 23-year-old young men. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point there. So, but potentially Baylor laying the two here uh, next week against TCU, potentially TCU off of a loss to Texas if things go how you think they'll go. Mm -hmm. How about the Pac-12, though? Because USC at UCLA, that is such a massive game. Battle for LA, LA, I should say. They're on the gridiron between the Trojans and the Bruins. Right now, the Bruins, one-point favorites at home in Pasadena. Do you think that this ends up closing with maybe UCLA as a field goal favorite, or could this even flip – on the favorites, or I, the Trojans. I think it's going to dance right where it is because you got both teams are big favorites this week. USC has mm-hmm. Colorado Friday night, 34 point favorite. That'll be fun. UCLA, 19 and a half over Arizona. Arizona has been a little pesky. Arizona will score points on UCLA. Yeah. UCLA will find themselves in a shootout. But I feel like, the, you know, not just because of the conference ch- championship implications or maybe kind of sneaking your way up those playoff rankings, this is a big game for UCLA because it's like, okay, there's a new sheriff in town. Like Lincoln Riley is in town and he's going to, you know, recruit stupidly well. So it's like, can Chip Kelly keep pace? And that's kind of the scuttlebutt out there in LA, whereas, like, is USC going to be the cool school again? So I think this is a huge game for the Bruins, and I would expect them to be absolutely motivated more than they normally are, even in this rivalry game. That's going to be a fun game, man. The Pac 12 is going to take center stage. Well, at least it should. I think these games are going to end up being late games, which is, I think, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. But you get USC, UCLA. You also have Utah and Oregon. That's the rematch of last year's Pac 12 title game. The Utes beat down the Ducks twice last year, one in Salt Lake City, one time also out here in Las Vegas. I will ask you on the other side, Wes, is this number going to Oregon Land 7, or do we get some Utah money coming back here? Final segment, VEASAN Live Bet tonight, next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to get in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 plus only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. And always celebrate responsibility. Might be a uh, Miller Lite weekend this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight. Wes Reynolds, Femi and Bebfe. We're hanging out here uh, at the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have our buddy, the Greg Peterson Experience, hosted by none other than Greg Peterson as he wraps up the day in college hoops and all the other sports. Also, I'm sure he's going to be wrapping up and talking about that uh, Bellarmine and Louisville upset. Yeah, how about here. that one for Scott Davenport, yeah, who man. started his coaching career in 1984 as a graduate student assistant for the uh, great Denny Crum, and then uh, went on to coach uh, high school, actually, there in Louisville at uh, Ballard, Louisville-Ballard, which used to be a big power. By the way, Ballard had a lot of kids that played on that Louisville roster. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> you know, nice little connection with your grad assistant. A little and then pipeline. He, yeah, and then he took over at Bellarmine, moved them all the way from Division Two, where they won a national championship, won that uh, GLVC, that Great Lakes Valley Conference, which which is a hell of a conference, by the way, in Division Two. Like, that's a Power Five in Division Two, if there is such a thing. Uh, you know, with University of Southern Indiana, University of Indianapolis, some really good teams, Kentucky Wesleyan, so uh, some really good games down there. So, uh, th- I mean, I know Louisville is down. And I know Kenny Payne, you know, I think Kenny Payne in terms of recruiting could turn that around here in a couple of years. But Louisville is way down on talent. If you really watch this team, they struggled in their exhibition games in the preseason. And they obviously struggled tonight. This is not your vintage Louisville team, but that's still a I know. And they were only eight and a half point uh, underdogs, but that's still a home run win for Bellarmine. Yeah. To go in there and beat Louisville when you don't have those kind of athletes, you're out-athleted, but you got really smart players and you got kids that'll believe and kids that were probably all, if they're from the area, and I'm sure most of them are from the area. They wanted to go there. All Louisville fans growing up went to games as kids and to you know play Louisville in their building and beat them. That is a special win for Bellarmine. So now what I usually do as a better after I praise <laughs> oh, a team, no. after I put a team over. How can over, I slash them the next Yeah, <laughs> how, how, how can I find a way? And I'm looking, I'm actually looking at the schedule right now because that's what I do. I look at scheduling spots and I'm like, okay, who does Bellarmine have? They have Moorhead State on Saturday. I'd be interested to look at that number. By the way, Moorhead State off taking a butt whipping on uh, opening night from Indiana, especially in the second half. So, so they'll be motivated. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, in those spots, I'm not going to give out a play not knowing what the number is going to be, but yeah. I'd be leaning Moorhead State in that spot. How Bellarmine, I mean, that's their home run win of the year yeah. to beat Louisville. And to be say, hey, we're city champions. I was gonna say we're be, city champions. They're gonna be walking around campus, chest yes. high. And then you got and you got Moorhead State gonna be like, okay, we got something for these guys. We're gonna take them seriously. Yeah, because I mean, their coaching staff, if the Moorhead State staff, we say, hey, these guys just beat Louisville. Yeah. So y- y- y'all better lock in, mm-hmm. otherwise we're gonna go get ran off the floor. So, so uh, that'll definitely have the Moorhead State squad's attention. So that'll be, a, that'll be a spot to look for on Saturday when we have All these right. full boards. I know college football obviously dominates the day and then pre- getting your last-minute NFL in before Sunday. But don't forget about college basketball. There's some good spots to bet that sometimes might get ignored by the casual bettors. 
Well, you mentioned college football. I wanted to ask you about one more college game for next week, the look ahead lines for week 12. We were discussing that in the last segment. Also chatted with our buddy Matt Grill, the trading manager over at DraftKings. He always gives us these look ahead lines. Utah at Oregon, Wes. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting game because the Utes were the team that a lot of people were hyped on heading into the season. They said, hey, Utah is a potential playoff team out of the Pac-12. Now you have two other teams in the Pac-12 that could be vying for a playoff spot, being Oregon and USC. But uh, right now, the Ducks, six-point favorites over at DraftKings for this game. Oregon's hosting Washington, which is a big rivalry between the two schools. Utah uh, this week, a little bit lighter opponent. They're hosting Stanford. Yeah, they've got a Stanford team, man, that looks absolutely dead. What do you think that we end up seeing here with this line? Do you think this just kind of stays at six and reopens there? But if or if Oregon looks impressive against a top twenty-five team according to the committee in the Washington Huskies, maybe this gets to a full touchdown. I think Utah has enough respect from the betting market that this I don't think this line is gonna get too out of whack in this unless like Cam Rising is hurt or unless yeah. they this team has the flu or something. You know, because Utah's going to beat Stanford. Uh, Oregon, by the way, almost two touchdown favorites over mm-hmm. UW, who's a ranked team. And, you know, UW, we kind of know what they can do. They can throw the football. They can't really run the ball. They can't really stop the pass. They're okay against the run. Yeah. But, you know, still, they're capable. And Michael Penix is capable of getting, keeping them in the game and getting them in the back door. So, yeah, tricky. this is a tricky game this week for Oregon with Washington. But... Mm-hmm. I think that this line is probably going to stay the same. I, I I think if this got the seven, you'd see some sharp money on Utah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, like the sharp money and those respective betters have been itching to bet Utah all season long. Mm-hmm. So uh, I definitely uh, look. They were the team there. I thought was the best team in the conference coming into the year. Yeah. They got two losses, but still, you know, not out because they don't have the divisions anymore in the Pac-12. No, they don't have North versus South, so it's just top two. So right now, it would be Oregon and USC. But you got UCLA there at five and one, Utah five and one, Washington kind of on the periphery at four and two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got a lot of positioning, I think, to be done by these teams. A lot of football left. Yeah. But the Pac 12, I think, has been, it's one of the better conferences in America. No, I mean, it really like, has been. I know, I know. People poo poo on it like, oh, I know, I know Colorado is bad. Stanford's but. been bad. Arizona has been improved. ASU has played hard even since they fired Herm Edwards. So. I mean, damn near half the conference is ranked. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a really good conference so far this season. But uh, Wes, while we have about four minutes left to go here in the show, I uh, wanted to talk to you about some NFL stuff. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen. We saw that earlier today. Sean McDermott, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, said that, hey, there's no real – he's like, I'm not going to give you a diagnosis. Uh, we're just taking it day by day. Uh, nursing the UCL injury in the elbow – uh, didn't participate in practice on Wednesday. It wasn't even seen by the media at practice uh, today. But I- I'm curious what's going to happen, not only this week, because we've already seen the line be start moving in this game between Buffalo hosting the Minnesota Vikings. It's down to three and a half, the consensus number. This is a line that opened like eight and a half or so Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. when those openers came out. It's moved with the anticipation being that Josh Allen unlikely to play this week. But yeah. if this continues going forward, it's going to have ramifications in the futures market, ramifications mm-hmm. in the awards markets. And that's where I want to kind of focus in yeah. on, on the MVP. Because here where we're sitting at Circa, Josh Allen right now is plus 500 to be the league's most valuable right. player. And he was the favorite prior to last week. If this ends up being a one-week injury, is there value in betting Allen at 5-1? to one? Uh, Yeah, if it's just a one, if there's a one-week injury, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more at this standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. I'd like to see 7 or 8-1. to one. But, you know, you mentioned the macro. I think that's important because in terms of the micro, look, I like the Buffalo Bills, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to bet the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pro- probably on the money line. Uh, you know, it'll still be, what is it going to be, like 175 or yeah, something like there. that. I, mean, I, think, but, I think we're going to get a better number. This is going to go under yeah, a field goal, I think. Well, well and, and look, and I, and I think Case Keenum will be fine. Case Keenum, you know, remember, he was the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. So that's always that payback game, kind of like it was for Minnesota with, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins going back. And we saw Kirk on the you plane. You like that? We saw Kirk on the plane looking like he's in a, a, a video or something. Just, you know. Kirk O'Chains. Yeah. Yes, Kirk O'Chains. <laughs> that's what he was. Absolutely. So, uh, you know. You look, and I I like the Bills in this short, just kind of playing against Minnesota, too, who I was high on. You know, we talked about this yeah. fourth season, but they've been getting really fortunate. 
and they're they're right they're ripe to take a butt whooping at oh, some yeah. point and it could be even this week without you know even without josh allen but what you're saying in the macro sense with the bills i'd want to see maybe like plus 750 and i might get involved because there's only really a few guys i think even right now even though only half this we just got through the halfway season point you know uh jalen hurts gonna be right there near the top yep because they're gonna keep winning patrick mahomes gonna be right there near the top like he always is I think Lamar Jackson's odds are going to start getting cut. What He's was he? Creeping. Was he ten to one? Yeah, I, around I, there. I think yeah, ten I, to one I missed that on the graphic because that might be the guy I was looking at. Because remember, we were in here on Monday. We looked at that Ravens schedule. It's like they got nobody on that schedule. Now, now that doesn't mean any given Sunday. I mean, they'll probably drop one or something will happen. But that's a schedule they should absolutely truck through the rest of the season. Well, let's play this scenario. We have like thirty seconds left, so we got to play it quick. Josh Allen out three to four weeks, and you have to bet on the AFC East. Who are you betting? I'm. St- I know Miami. It's a smart thing to say, but I still don't believe in Miami. Mm. I I just don't. I I believe in the offense. I don't believe in the defense, but still think the Bills get it done. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting here with this Allen elbow injury looming, as we know right now, day-to-day, didn't practice on Wednesday. We'll see what Thursday brings out there in western New York. That does it for us, though. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi and Bebefe. For our producer, Aaron Oster, we wish you all the best of luck. The entire crew here at Circa wishing you that you win all of your bets there. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience here on VCV Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.